0: You're listening to CFRN, a community of believers who trade for a living. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and how we do it, call toll-free 1-866-928-3310 and we'll send you out a no-obligation information kit absolutely free, 866-928-3310. The CFR and E-mini Futures cast is now on Stitcher. Listen to us on your iPhone, Android phones, BlackBerry, and WebOS phones. Stitcher is smart radio for your phone. Find it in your app store or at Stitcher.com. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. to CFRN, the Christian Financial Radio Network. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com forward slash CFRN. Over 85,000 titles. Choose from mystery, romance, religion, science, technology, business, New York Times bestsellers, even children's books. You name it, Audible has it. With 85,000 titles to choose from, you're sure to find the perfect audiobook for yourself or to give as a gift, and it's absolutely free. Just point your browser to audibletrial.com forward slash CFRN. That's audibletrial.com forward slash CFRN. And become a part of the audiobook revolution by downloading your free audiobook today audibletrial.com forward slash CFRN. Hey, trader, want to get rich quick? Well, good luck with that. If, on the other hand, you actually want to learn how to trade, the place to be is www.cfrn.net. Tune in Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern, for our daily devotional, and then spend the next three hours learning how it's done from professional traders who actually trade for a living. That's www.cfrn.net. Every trading day from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. CFRN, a community of believers who trade for a living. Good afternoon, traders, and welcome back to the CFRN e mini futures cast. This is the daily broadcast of indeterminate length where we discuss all things e mini along with some really big ideas on the finer points of trading gold, bonds, crude, sugar, the euro, and even T bills. Joining us today from our studios in Boston, Mr. Michael Borth. From our trading desk in Chicago, Mr. Burton Schlichter. Now, to get things started, let's go to our host and founder in Studio A, overlooking South Mountain, America's largest city park. Here's Dwayne.
1: Good afternoon, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, 26th day of January, 2021. Thanks so much for joining us, whoever you are wherever you are. We're just glad to have you right here, right now. If you can't see the screen I have up, go to our homepage at cfrn.net. On the right-hand side of the page, click the big microphone, follow the instructions. You'll be registered in about 30 seconds, and that will give you one-click access to the show each and every day. That also gives you access to the chat box so that you can ask questions and participate in the discussion if you're out of the office away from your desktop not to worry point any internet connected browser to cfrn.net slash live there you'll find a live real-time simulcast of the show as it unfolds you just won't have access to the chat box we also stream live during this broadcast at youtube.com slash CFRN and we archive each daily show at the same spot, youtube.com slash CFRN. Currently we have over 1,600 daily shows archived there. If you happen to be listening to this as a podcast on Apple iTunes, or on Spotify, or iHeartRadio, wherever your pods are cast, and you want to actually see the charts, hit pause on your podcast player and point your browser to the YouTube channel, you'll hear the same show, but along with the audio, you'll also have the video. Let's open with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you today for your blessings, for your mercy, and for your grace. We come to you this hour asking for your blessing as we are gathered together. We pray for guidance in all matters at hand and ask that you would clearly show us how to conduct our work with a spirit of joy and enthusiasm. We pray that you would give us the desire to find ways to ever excel in our work, help us to work together, and encourage each other to excellence. We ask that we would challenge each other to reach higher and farther, to be the best we can be, to do the very best that we can do. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen alrighty happy Tuesday let me give you the numbers from around the world into the cash markets the indices starting here in the US the Dow currently down 10 points Nasdaq down five S&P 500 down five and the Russell 2000 down 16 and I'll just take this opportunity to say that we possibly have a high in place not just for this session uh, but for the next few sessions to come. We'll, we'll look at that in more detail and I'll give you the reasons why uh, when we go to the charts a little later in the show. In the commodity basket, crude oil down 27 cents trading 52.50 last. Gold down $2.90 trading 18.52.30 last. Silver up seven cents, trading twenty five fifty five last. In the Asian markets at the close, Nikkei down two hundred and seventy six, Shanghai down fifty four, Hang Seng down seven hundred and sixty seven. That's two big down days for the Hang Seng. Today's drop is about two and a half percent. The drop of the Shanghai is one and a half percent. the drop in the Nikkei just shy of one percent and in the European markets at the close FTSE up 15 DAX up 227 the CAC up 51 now that gain on the CAC is almost one percent and the gain on the DAX is a little over one and a half percent so that gives us a red day in Asia a green day in the UK, and it has become, it wasn't earlier, but it has become, not big, but still a red Radio Tuesday here in the US of A. With that, we can go to Michael. He'll give us a recap of everything that happened this morning in the live training room. When he's done, I'll be back. We'll go over the Concierge Trade Alerts, the Logic 247 Alerts, all that of course it answers to your questions if you have questions you just put them in the chat box and we will get to them Uh, the concierge alerts were out late last night uh, and last night's logic alerts were out late Uh, i was flying without the benefit of my handy indicators and finally dawned on me that the indicators are just a visual guide for those who are learning our methodology and our strategy price is price and really at the end of the day we are price action traders Uh, but the indicators that we've created and put together help someone especially someone who's new to be able to just look at a chart and instinctively know what the next high probability move is we don't know the future we don't know what's going to happen next and we don't try to fool you into thinking that we do in fact we take pride in being able to tell you we have no idea what's going to happen next however with our strategy and our indicators and our weekly zones we do know with certainty what the next high probability move is and 20 percent of the time order flow shifts And the market actually does something other than the next high probability thing, 20% of the time. (coughs) That's held true over the last 129 weeks and over 6,000 individual trade alerts. Michael, are you ready? I am ready. All right. You can take it away.
2: Okay. Um, Here we go. Let me bring it over here. Excuse me. There we go. You guys should be seeing my screen. Got it.
1: Watch it loaded.
2: Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Bring this over. Right. Perfect. And let me clear my throat. Okay. Here we go. Good afternoon, everyone. Today is Tuesday, the 26th day of January 2021. Um, today we made eight ticks in crude, 13 ticks in gold, and six ticks on the ES. Now, that put us at plus 285 on the morning session. Today, it took 16 minutes and two trades to get to $100 a contract. It Took a total of 13 trades. On the month now, we're up $9,640. That's over 16 trading days, averaging $602 per contract, per trading day. Um, we have now gone 229 consecutive days of getting our goal and 16 on the year. All right, now that's because we've only had 16 trading days so far this year so on the year now at $9,640 that is one contract two hours per day um, our average for the two hours per contract um, is $602 okay now if you have not taken a free trial with us and you want to take a free trial with us um, go to the homepage. Uh, go to the homepage here at CFRN.net and right here it says free five-day trial no credit card required if you click on that you'll be brought to this page, eminitrainingschool.com. You can go directly to this page if you want. But all we ask for on this page is your name, your email, and your phone number. You can tell us the biggest trading channel so we can tailor one-on-one training just for you. And if you do do that, you know, we will set up a one-on-one meeting um, with you and myself, with Duane. With Val if you want, Um, hit the send button, and you'll be sent a confirmation link. You must click on the confirmation link, okay? Because if you don't, we don't know that you took the free trial. All right, so let's get into what happened. Now on. Oh, scroll all the way back here. All right. So we missed this move right here because we were in something else at the time. We made a huge move down. Um, and the only opportunity to get into it was right here. Then it flipped around and gave an opportunity on the long side. Um, and this was gold, our first. Our first trade on gold was right in here. Yeah, first trade on gold was right in here. I'm just looking to make sure I wrote everything down in the right place. And we picked up 20 ticks on that. And then our next trade, we missed this one. We got to break even on that one. We missed that one. Missed that one. And got to break even on that one. Um, And that one. And then we stopped out here. That put us down to plus 12. Picked up a one tick here to put us at plus 13. And we missed that right in there. Um, during the break doesn't look like there was much of anything here during the break okay maybe a bounce off the bbc right here that would have been a break-even trade okay but not much to go with and the markets were pretty choppy today so it is what it is on the crude um today we picked up we pick up six ticks on this one and two on this one um, we didn't miss any trades but during the break see I wouldn't have done this because we're not really we're not really trending and step one is make sure you have a trend um and again we're not really trending over here either so you could say you have a bounce off the b b c right here i wouldn't really do it because crude's not really moving all that much so that was crude now the e s this is where we got our goal for the day early on uh, okay our first trade for the day was right here on the ES. We ended up with a break even on that. Next one was right here. We picked up eight ticks. We missed the follow up there and there and there. Um, then we stopped out here. That put us back down to zero. Okay, we missed this trade. And this, I was going to what a trend line is right here, but in this move down, um, it doesn't look like there was a trade setup at all in this whole move down right here. Okay, until it retraced a little bit, then it gave a trade setup right here. That I missed, and then it got pretty choppy. There was another one here that worked out that I missed. Then one here I picked up um four ticks on that. Break even there, two ticks on that to put me at plus six. And come on. That was pretty much where we ended trading for the ES on the morning. Um there was a long trade right here that did move up and um nothing there, nothing there. Nothing there. It got really choppy here during the break. All through here. It was just choppy. Um, and that was pretty much it on the morning session. Okay. So let's go back here to this. Now you can go directly to this page if you want, emittraining or go to the homepage at CFRN.net. Right here it says free five-day or a uh, free five-day five day trial, no credit card required. If you click on that, it's gonna bring you to this page. On this page, we give you some information about what we offer and all that we ask from you is your name, your email, your phone number, you can tell us to be biggest trading channel so we can tailor one-on-one trading just for you, hit the send button, you'll be sent a confirmation link. You must click on that link. Okay. If you don't click that link, we don't know that you took the free trial, so click on that link. Okay. Um, here, bump this back to the home page and with that. I can pass it back out to Fabulous Phoenix, Arizona, in Studio A, Overlooking South Mountain, America's largest city park. Dwayne, if you are ready. Okay, I can see your charts. Today, it took 16 minutes and two trades to get to $100 per contract. Two trades. Good job. Okay. Thank you.
1: All right, guys. uh, we had some alerts this morning. Valerie's still working on recapping those, but as of nine A. M. this morning, we were for the week and we start our week Sunday night at six PM Eastern. Wall Street opens Monday morning, nine thirty AM Eastern. Most of our traders choose to work Sunday night. They have their Monday goal uh, before Wall Street ever wakes up. So since Sunday night, we've issued... Uh, we've got more. There's another recap on the way. Now I was working on it. But as of 9 a.m. this morning, 26 alerts, one never triggered. Still waiting on the results of six. That gives us 19 actionable alerts, which two are stopped out. That's 11% of the actionable alerts stopped out our risk profile is this whether it's a concierge alert or a logic 247 alert these are the logic alerts we don't want to risk more than $300 per contract per trade less when possible based on the market structure using a very simple three-step method that I teach all of our traders now if we go to the actual alert channel Alerts look like this. I'm gonna scroll up. Now, that was this week's results. Last week, week 129. We had a total of 48 alerts. We had a holiday last week. Eight never triggered. We had 40 actionable alerts, of which four got stopped out using that same risk profile. That was 10%. Now, the 10% last week's not a typical number. Over the last 129 weeks, we've averaged 20% of the alerts getting stopped out based on not risking more than $300 per contract per trade. (coughs) All alerts are based on a 30-minute chart. In the live training room, the risk is only eight ticks on every trade. In the live training room, we use a faster time frame. We use a range chart. The reason for that is we want to have an opportunity to show you as many trade opportunities as possible during the two-hour window that we have each day. All of our members have lifetime access to the live training room. That's two hours of live training every trading day. It's an interactive environment. It's not just you sitting and watching Michael trade we expect you to get involved to roll up your sleeves if you've probably tried in the past you bought some kind of course you joined some group and the way that you learned or were supposed to learn how to trade was by watching videos of somebody else trade. well you know now that didn't work out so well the only way you will ever learn how to trade is by trading like swimming okay? you can watch videos of Mark Spitz until the cows come home now, he's a gold medal swimmer probably one of the best swimmers ever doesn't matter how many of the videos you watch or you could even go to like a, a live coaching session you know maybe there's a seminar in a hotel and you go and Mark Spitz stands up and and he tells you about all the struggles he went through and as a teenager, how he got up every morning at 4 a.m. in the frigid cold and went to the high school or wherever he practiced swimming. But see, what was he doing? He was getting up early, dealing with the frigid cold, so he could swim. Let me say it again, the only way you're ever going to learn how to trade is by trading. So when you're in the live training room, we expect you to be trading. Now, when you're new, we certainly don't want you trading real money because that's a surefire way to lose whatever money you have in that account. We have a simulator demo account. Some people refer to it as real-time data. It's just like you were trading real money, but you're not. This gives you an opportunity every day to practice what you learn in the room also we provide you with around the clock alerts our alert channel opens sunday night at 6 p.m eastern stays open till friday afternoon at 5 p.m eastern it's a constant flow of opportunities in the market we want you in your simulator in your demo account When that alert sounds, go trade that thing first look at the chart when the alarm sounds on your phone on your PC that's not a call to trade it's a call to go look at the chart because our goal is to teach you how to find these opportunities yourself so the way you do that is you go look at the chart I've already given you the answer to the test the quiz I've already given you the answer in the alert so your job is to go to the chart and then ask the question Okay, why is the entry here? Why is the first target here? Why is the second target here? And when it's trigger time, you're pulling the trigger in the simulator, in the demo account. You do this enough times, pretty soon you start to see these opportunities yourself. Also, in our 2420 blueprint, which is your companion, your field guide. The goal of the 2420 blueprint is to take you from one to 20 contracts over a period of 24 months. But before you ever go live, we want you to put together 10 consecutive days in a row where you reach your goal in 10 trades or less. Only after you've completed that part of the journey should you consider going live and trading real money. If you're not willing to put in the time have the patience and self-discipline to learn the strategy and to put together those 10 consecutive days in a row before going live, you probably don't have the discipline and self-control necessary to actually become a trader. So, save you a lot of money that way. Okay, now, we are in week 30, 130. Last week, so Sunday night, 6 p.m. Eastern market opens. This is Mountain Standard Time on my screen. Telegram, the messaging client we use. It reads the clock on your computer. So if you're on the East Coast, boom. You're on, you're on the West Coast, four months out of the year, I'm on Mountain Standard. So the first alert was to buy the S&P 3842. Initial target 3844. That first trigger took us to 3844. And a quarter. Now, I went over this in detail yesterday. In the room, we teach you to move your stop to break even after four ticks profit. That's on the fast chart, on the range chart. You decide to trade the larger time frame, then risk management is going to be handled a little bit differently. But one thing that never changes about risk management is you must always have a physical hard stop in place if you don't you're not even trading you're just gambling so price took off hit our first target traded through it to 44 and a quarter got back below the trigger off it went again and we hit the fourth target 3852 and then the market took a deeper retracement now you'll see that when we go to the charts in a moment Uh, The next alert was to belong the Dow. This was alert number 6,275. Now, the number that you see in the brackets, when Valerie goes through and does the recap, that's wherever the current swing high or swing low is at the time of the recap. It's not where, like on this one, we know that price traded all the way to the fourth target, 38.52, but at the time she was doing the recap, it was at... 3844 and a quarter but again I'll show you that when we go to the charts now B means buy S means sell T means initial target if I put IT it would just look weird it would say it so T is initial target on a long trade potential resistance second target potential resistance third target on a short it's going to be PS potential support those are all targets culminating at the weekly trading zone on a long trade the final trade to target is always the weekly zone overhead and on a short the final trade to target is always the weekly zone below so there's the Dow stop out on the Russell now we only track the first trigger on the second trigger uh, I'll show you when we go to the chart the second trigger this is just fine. In the beginning, when I first started Logic 247, I tried to recap all the multiple triggers because once these alerts trigger, there's a higher probability of them triggering multiple times than not. Those of you that watch the show on a regular basis, you see that day after day after day, trigger one, trigger two, trigger three. It's just too much of a handful to try to track them all, so first trigger stopped out. That's what we uh, uh, record for the official recap. Even though, when it dipped back below the trigger and took off again, it did the next high probability thing. Long on the NQ, this is a long on crude oil. Long on gold, long on silver. Here we have a short on crude oil short on gold long on the Russell that all happened Sunday night rolling into Monday morning long on the S&P still waiting on this one this was a long on the Russell stop out on the NQ NQ is very volatile the initial target on the NQ is $200 per contract traded because of that volatility short on silver short on the S&P, short on the Russell, long on the Russell. That's the beautiful thing about being a futures trader. You can be long, you can be short in the same session, you can even in the same hour if that's what the chart dictates. So we had a situation here. Price was at a point. It could go either way. Since we don't know what's going to happened next. We take advantage of both sides. So we had a short on the Russell at 21.50, a long at 21.69, and lo and behold, two-sided action. Both trades got satisfied. Long on the NQ, When you see the Zs, that means no trigger. In other words, it looked like price was going to drop, this was a short, and it didn't. didn't drop enough to trigger the trade we have one two three no triggers one we're still waiting on and that first recap just came in so i'll grab that here in a second in Q, here's a short on gold short on silver which brings us to tuesday today and there's a short on the russell So I don't think the recap's gonna change much. So that brings us current to where we are right now. So let me grab this other recap and we'll update it real quick. Just like this. So we're very transparent in everything that we do. You never have to wonder what's going on behind the curtain because we show you, we do everything right out in front of you from the room to the alerts I always build enough time into the alerts for you to finish what you're doing get to your computer okay so the update as of 1230 uh, at 9 a.m. we had 26 alerts but by 1230 Eastern today we have 32 alerts one never triggered never triggered six waiting now eight waiting we had 19 actionable alerts we now have 21 actionable alerts for the week of which two stopped out 10% of actionable alerts so we dropped from 11 to 10 however that's not a typical number on any given week over the last now 130 weeks 20% get stopped out so that brings us to the daily chart which i cleaned up a little bit like i said i would yesterday if you were watching the show yesterday i remarked about how unusual that for the last few days it seems like a few weeks at this point in the show we have a daily doji hard to imagine but this is what we have again today yesterday on the show at this time we had a doji have been tuning in over the last few days. You've heard, heard me say that a lot. <clears throat> and here we are again with a doji. What does that mean? Well, the market opened, the little flat spot right there. That's where the market opened last night at 6 p.m. Eastern. Price ran all the way up to 38.62 and a quarter, which is a new all time historic intraday high. This is the all-time historic closing high. This is the all-time historic intraday high, until today. So we have a new intraday high. Will we close today will be very, very important. Because if we have a new intraday high and don't follow through with a new closing high, that will be bearish. So after the open, we have a green candle. New high by about three points which isn't much in the grand scheme of things. We're looking at a daily chart. Price then retraced back to where we opened. That's the little flat spot there. And then we had a red candle all the way down to here. So in today's session, we've had a high at 38.62 and a quarter. We've had a low at 38.21 and a half. That's the range on the day. And we're right back to where we were when the market opened last night at 6 p.m. Eastern. Yesterday, we were dealing with the doji, and we ran all the way down to 37, 88 and a half. But by the time the session closed yesterday at 5 p.m. Eastern, we had recovered. Closing high yesterday was 53 and a quarter. The previous all-time historic closing high was 59.75. Let's see, 53 and a quarter yesterday, 59.75. Okay, so no, this is still the 21st. We still That's still the all-time historic closing high. Let me make that pop up again. See the little pop up on there where it says close. I'm sorry, I was looking at the wrong number. I think that was right 38.46 and a half that's where we close that's the top of the green body 38.46 and a half yesterday's close was 38.47 see the bottom set of numbers close 46 half 38.46 half yesterday we closed at 38.47 so we had a new closing high of, what two ticks? Not two points. Two ticks. 46 and a half That in and of itself is bearish. Okay. Now today we have an outside. No, it's not an outside day because we got a little way down here. See, we're starting to build a red body. So here's what you want to look for on your daily chart. Now you probably say, "I oh, know I don't trade a daily chart." Yeah, we don't either however you need the high altitude look at the market so that you can identify where the important areas of support and resistance are well we know that today's high since it's the all-time historic intraday high 38.62 and a quarter that's worth writing down And below 38.21 and a half, that's important. If we close above yesterday's closing high, bullish. If we close below this little blue line, technical term is CFMA1. I refer to it as blue and climbing, red and following. One's bullish, the other's bearish. There's blue and climbing, red and following. Okay. The green line is called the BBC. It just stands for Bull Bear Cross. When price crosses above it, we're bullish. and price crosses below it, we're bearish. We have not below the BBC since November 3rd. This is the last day that we closed below the BBC. The following day, the 4th, we got back above it. When we're above the BBC, the bull bear cross, we anticipate higher prices. When we're below, we anticipate lower prices. That's not just on a daily chart. Markets are fractal in nature. Everything that we teach is fluid across all markets, all time frames. So when we go to the 30-minute chart, I'll analyze that exactly the same way that I analyze the daily chart. The same way I would analyze a 5-minute chart of pork bellies or a weekly chart of you name it. Live cattle. These are auction-style markets, with buyers on the bid, sellers on the ask, price channeling back and forth all day long. Just as yesterday when we had a Doji, I said that makes for some dangerous trading on the smaller time frame. It's the spot where you get chopped up. That's one terminology. Whipsawed. That's another. You've been there, you've experienced it, and there's only one solution to that kind of market. Stay out of it. That's very difficult for new traders because you're excited, i a trader now, I want to be putting on, taking off trades. You'll learn over time that no position is often the best position. Doesn't mean we can't get trade setups on the smaller time frame. We can, but we cannot let the bigger picture escape our memory. If we take out today's low, if we close below we room climbing and or take out today's low, when we close below blue and climbing. That may be a better way to say it. When we close below blue and climbing, just like here, you see, when we put in this new all-time high, we pull back to blue and climbing, we found support, caught a bounce, we spiked it on this day, we spiked it on this day. This day, we actually closed below blue and climbing. And you see what happened. took us right back to the BBC like a magnet. Price always reverts to the mean. And in our case, the mean is green. We call it B B C. So once we close below blue and climbing, then the high probability move is back to B B C, where the pullback holds more often than it doesn't. It's held every pullback since November 3rd, November 4th. Every pullback, even though we spiked it on some sessions. Pull back held, they closed above it. Now, if we close below blue and climbing, that opens the door for the move to the BBC. Yesterday's low, of course, is potentially good support. By the time that happens, when it happens, and it will because price always reverts to the mean, may not be today, may not be tomorrow, but it will happen, This BBC, which is currently at 37.82 and yesterday's low was 37.88, so there's about six points difference. If we consolidate up here at the top another day or two, then the BBC is going to rise, and as it does, it's going to tie in with this low. Now, it may rise above that low, which takes away the importance of that low and your eyes on the BBC. Considering we have a new all-time historic high intraday today, our 24% Fibonacci retracement, that's the shallowest possible Fib retracement, is down here at 3,709. Remember, we haven't closed below the BBC since November 4th. Eventually, we will. And when we do, the shallowest from this high Now that will change if we put in another new high tomorrow or any day in the near future. If this intraday high stands, then this is the shallowest possible Fibonacci retracement. 37.09. Now remember, fibs are an area. Yeah, I know it puts an exact price point on your chart. Sometimes price doesn't touch that fib to the tick. Sometimes it could come. You take shy a few points shy. It might have to take a couple runs at it to get there, but eventually we will have a 24% Fibonacci retracement. That's just how markets work. Let's jump over to the 30-minute chart. Okay, all of these are this week's current weekly trading zones. This vertical line marks the beginning today's session the Tuesday session this Tuesday session will end today at 5 p.m. Eastern and tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern that will begin the Wednesday session when price drops to a weekly trading zone we expect it to be good support until proven otherwise so while we did get below the zone a little bit on this retracement Price got back above the zone, price got back above the BBC. Now, price is always trying to get to a weekly zone. From the moment the markets open on Sunday till they close on Friday, price is trying to get to a zone. It's either trying to get to the zone above or the zone below. How do you know? It? Well, Right here, when price closed below the BBC, that's the market saying, I'm trying to get to that zone below. And it did. Overshot it a little bit. Then we have consolidation, which is the most likely thing you'll find at a weekly zone. We consolidated, price closed above the BBC, and then up, up and away, to the zone overhead for the market found resistance. Just as price dropping, we expect support. We had here, here, here. When price rallies up to a zone, we expect resistance, which is what we had here. Now price is at the BBC. We closed below it. We closed above it. tells you something very important don't trade here stay away now there's an alert in the channel uh, down about right here and the initial target takes you to this bullish cross right here that is significant we expect that to be good support A drop if price so right in here we've got a little two point window of opportunity I think it's hang on a look actually the swing low is 3840 on the nose okay so this one may end up being stopped out but let me show you the alert to 38.38 potential support 38.37 see there's the potential support right there just above it 38.37 okay so price came down to 38.40 so it touched 38.40 now using our methodology for a stop loss you would have to go through the three steps you can't apply your stop Based on the thirty-minute chart, you got to go through the other two steps that I teach you. So as price comes back down, thirty-eight, thirty-nine to thirty-eight, thirty-seven. That's a current two-point window of opportunity. Remember, we don't want to risk more than three hundred dollars per contract per trade, less when possible. Now the S and P pays fifty dollars a point, so six points is three hundred dollars. that's the maximum stop-loss using the 30-minute chart if you go through the three steps and you aren't able to find a suitable stop-loss based on the method that I teach you you wait you wait until the chart gives you the green light okay so we'll keep an eye on this see what happens if price rallies up here resistance overhead at red and falling currently red and falling to 3850. When price drops to the BBC we expect support. Caught a nice bounce from the BBC. We bounced up to 3854 and a half. Then we got below it and then back above it. Right there. That's where you slam on the brakes. We're consolidating, price will often consolidate at the BBC the same way it will consolidate at a weekly zone. When the market is like this, don't want to get involved. Okay. I knew I was cutting it a little tight here. So we'll see how it turns out. Okay? Alright. Now we have another type of alert. It's called the concierge trade alert. I'm gonna bring those up and you can take a screenshot if you want to. Concierge alerts differ in that they don't come out around the clock 24-7. This is a static report published at the beginning of each session normally. Uh, Last night, it was 1.30 a.m. Eastern before I put them out. I didn't have access to my indicators. I was just going to pass on putting them out last night, but ah, I thought, what the heck, let me go ahead and do it. So I did. Um, There's two numbers for each market. This is forward guidance for the entire session. As price approaches 38.36, you want to be long and or only looking for long trades above 36. Or you want to be short at 38.20 or only looking for shorts below 38.20. So if you want a screenshot, there's the whole thing right there. Now remember, 1.30 a.m. A typical night, they will come out. Usually, within the first hour, more often in the first half hour. So, Sunday night, it came out at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Again, these numbers are good for the entire session. So, my recommendation is that you draw a line in the sand at each one of those numbers. So, 38.36... the CTAs were posted let me show you where that is on this chart 1.30 a.m. Eastern it's that red candle right there this is when the static report was posted in the CTA channel so price was here none of this had happened no way of knowing that there would be a bullish cross right at that price that doesn't change anything. That only has meaning now on the way back down. However, you do have two things now that tell you 38.36 is potentially good support. you got the CTA that was issued here. And now you have the bullish cross. So as price comes down, if we can take out these lows at 38.40, it's a very short drop to this support area. If we get through this support area, then you expect the weekly zone, which is thirty-eight thirty slash thirty-one. The zones are published Monday morning at six fifteen a.m. Eastern before Wall Street wakes up. Our traders have a chance to get the zones on their charts before the week really gets underway for most other traders. And on the sell-off yesterday, you can see the price came. This happened yesterday at 11 a.m., 11 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Eastern Candle, right here. Price came right down to the weekly zone at 88-89. Buyers came in and drove it right back up to the zone overhead. That's a 10, 20, 25-point bounce at $50 a point. Zone to zone. And then you see we consolidated at this zone. Only three things happen at a zone. The most likely is consolidation, consolidation, consolidation. Second, most likely is rejection. This one right here. When this 30 minute candle closed, the only thing left touching this zone was the wick. So price was rejected third and least likely thing that happens is called a slice. That's when price slices through a zone like it's not even there. Now, what typically happens when there's a slice and the move runs out of steam, price will retrace back to the zone it sliced through. And normally it will continue in the direction of the slice. But that's not what happened this time the market does not do the next high probability thing 20% of the time just as I went over the alerts with you after 6,000 What's the current tally 130 weeks 6,305 trades we you know that the market is going to do something other than the next high probability thing 20% of the time on average. Okay? Alright. So from 38.36 price is above the BBC and remember price is always trying to get to a zone. If price is above the BBC it's trying to get to the zone overhead. If price is below the BBC it's Trying to get to the zone below. So from 38.36 to 38.59, that's 23 S&P points. 20 points at $50 a point. $1,000 per contract traded. So I moved my little calculator. I guess I have one on my phone, huh? There it is. So twenty-three points at fifty dollars a point. $1,150 per contract traded. That's what the market made available. And the short side for the CTA last night is thirty eight twenty. Putting these two lines in the sand when the numbers come out is good guidance. Now, typically the alerts would come out over here right after the globex open. But the reason's already explained. I published them here. And so we've not seen this area yet. See how price is still continuing to consolidate. Red and falling overhead. It's bearish pressure see up here how price got above the BBC. It was making a run at the zone overhead, but we knew this would be an obstacle. Previous swing high. So, price had to get through that obstacle before it could get to the zone. It wasn't able to this time. So, we got a retracement, and notice how price it's below blue and climbing this step line we talked about this at length yesterday step lines on the left side of blue and climbing all the way up and as the move runs out of steam the step line crosses over so if you were in this move that would be your exit signal right there the chart tells you when to get in chart tells you when to get out i'm just shining a light it's like the old days when you go to the movie theater when going to the movie theater was a thing. Now everybody has a movie theater in their home. There was an usher. you got there late, you weren't going to interrupt the other patrons. The guy with the little flashlight, he would escort you to a seat, shining a light on the floor, so that you could see how to get to your seat without falling over anybody's feet. In essence, that's exactly what I do with the alerts. Michael teaches you the strategy, the methodology, how to put on, take off trades. I show you how to find them. I show you how to find the opportunities. He teaches you how to trade the opportunity. The only difference is he's using a fast time frame so he can show you lots of trade setups over the course of two hours. I'm using a much slower time frame so when an alert comes out, you've got time to get to your computer, put your thinking cap on, trading cap on and then take action. Okay? But it's important that you look at your chart first. Otherwise, you're not going to understand how to find these opportunities yourself. And that should be your goal. Your goal should be that after you spend time with us, your membership's for life. So it takes you as long to learn as it takes you to learn. And then you just become a part of the community. You got people to hang out with. Trading can be a lonely business. We speak a language that most normal people don't understand or speak. So even after you've learned the strategy, learned the methodology, you know how to find the opportunities yourself, it's still nice having people to just hang out with and talk about something that you're probably very passionate about. We do have traders that aren't passionate about it at all. It's just a vehicle to create the income they need to do whatever it is in life they really want to do. Whether they're a pastor or a missionary or perhaps they're involved in some kind of humanitarian efforts. Ministry and humanitarian efforts cost money. Somebody's got a write to check. A lot of missionaries who dedicate their life to the mission field They're only able to spend three, four months in the mission field because seven, eight months out of the year, they got to come back to the U.S., speak in different places, kind of shuffle their feet with their hat in hand and ask for donations so that they can go back to the mission field and do God's work. You know, non-believers get a real kick out of that. Here you are, God's representative on important kingdom business and you need their money to get the job done So i'm not right about that picture think about it doesn't have to be that way all right so cta triggered 3836 pick us up to the zone overhead 3859 resistance we expect that pull back to the bbc consolidation at the bbc Price can go either way from here. If we take out this low, we have a tiny two-point window of opportunity down to support. If price can get above red and falling, then we have a window of opportunity back up to the zone overhead. And that window would be, depends upon market structure after it happens. You can only speculate about what it will look like once price gets above red and falling does it run halfway up in it retrace? trace so again here's a window but I can't define the parameters of the window until everything is in place because Go to the Dow. Okay, these are all current weekly zones. I said I was going to clean my charts up, and I did. However, it's only Tuesday. You should always keep last week's zones handy. If you get too many lines on your chart, then it just becomes a confusing mess. You don't want to do that. So either color code them put the new zones on a notepad, put the old zones on a notepad, you need access to both in the early part of the week. This swing high in the Dow, it's no mystery. Why price stopped there? You just swing high. Okay, Okay. so why was that a swing high? Oh, you want to go deeper in the mystery. Okay. Well, that was a swing high. That, that was a swing high because that was a swing high. Okay, so why was that a swing high? What was once support quite often becomes resistance. You see how I put the pieces of the puzzle together there? You can do that too. You just need somebody to teach you how. Or you can spend a lot of time and treasure figuring it out on your own. That's what me and Michael did. But it took a lot of years and a lot of treasure. And we didn't have any other option. There wasn't anybody willing to teach us. Oh yeah, you could buy lots of stuff off the internet. We did, (coughs) we bought everything, used it all at once. Started rolling our own, wasn't the answer. Trading is not easy, but it can be simple if you let it be simple. The second you start, you know, hurling all these indicators and oscillators at your chart thinking that somehow that's the answer, it's not. Analysis is not even the answer. Understanding that it's a business based on probabilities, that's part of the answer. Accepting the fact that you can never know what's going to happen next, that's part of the answer. Learning to identify what the next high probability move is, that's part of the answer. Put those three things together and you have the answer. You're able to take the hard out of trading. 90% 90% of traders burn up all their time and treasure looking for a way to never get stopped out. Just one more filter, just one more oscillator. It's just not possible. Professional traders know that and they don't waste any time or energy trying to figure out how to not get stopped out. They just know it's it's part and parcel. It's part of the business. It's like breathing is a part of life. Getting stopped out is part of trading. When you get stopped out, you minimize the loss to the best of your ability and you go look for the next opportunity. Anytime you make it about anything more than a probability, you just hang up your mouse and go home. Because you'll never get there that way. If you try to make it about anything more than a probability, if you're trying to solve the mystery once and for all, if you're trying to figure out a way to finally not ever get stopped out again you're fighting a losing battle people smarter than you and with more money than you have tried and failed a thousand times over so the Dow is faced with a similar situation as the S&P the indices tend to travel as a pack now if price can get above red and falling right here it's gonna run right into a weakened zone see how as price climbed the back of blue and climbing here zone zone that's 45 let's see 775 hang on I'm gonna let my calculator do the heavy lifting 920 minus 775 that's 145 this zone this zone 145 points. The Dow pays five dollars a point. 725 dollars per contract traded. If you burn the right to trade two contracts, it's fourteen hundred dollars. Okay. Same move, it's just the difference between one and two contracts. As I said earlier, the 2420 blueprint is going to ask you to put together 10 consecutive days in a row before you go live. Once you go live, you go live with one contract. Once you go live, the goal is to increase your account balance by $2,000. That gives you profit to add a second contract. And then you'll trade two contracts for a while until the blueprint says, okay, time to add number three. Now you've tripled. So if this is a $700 move with one contract, by the time you get to three contracts, it's a $2,100 move. You only add one contract at a time you only add with profit there's no reason to increase your trade size if you don't have profit available to underwrite the additional contract you got to get it right with one first first you got to get it right in the simulator then you got to get it right with one then you got to get it right with two then you get it right with three and you can climb Especially with the S&P if your goal is to someday trade a hundred contracts that's possible if you make it to ten two points a day in the S&P with ten contracts is a thousand dollars a day that puts you in the top three percent of wage earners worldwide obviously if it were easy everybody would do it it's not easy but it can be simple becomes simple and you have someone to show you how to do it it's that simple okay so price is trying to move higher consolidating at the bbc there's no trade here because if we get above red and falling then we have another obstacle if we could get above that weekly zone okay then there's a window of opportunity up to this swing high and then up to got to understand, look at how many times. Once. These are 30-minute candles. There's once, twice, three times. Four times that area has been good resistance. So, if you were to get long up here in this area, you certainly have to be thinking real hard about taking profit as you come into this area. Or trailing your stop by very small amount because this will be good resistance until proven otherwise what does that mean it means price gets above it and then holds it on a pullback just as support became resistance resistance would become support again the price can get above it and hold it on a pullback. People will tell you that, well, you know, that's kind of horse and buggy. We got algorithms today. Support resistance, that's old-fashioned. Well, maybe it is. But I'm okay with that. Because, as you can see... work there sure work there now we anticipated this to be support and it was we expected this to be resistance zones are an area okay just like fibs are an area so why did why did price stop there why did price not make it to the zone? was once support it was support here it was support here it became resistance there over and over and over again support support resistance support over and over again and again. Price trades from support to resistance and back again, from support to resistance and back again. Once you understand that, not just with your head, but with your heart, you've come a long way. Most people never get that understanding. Here we spike the zone. This candle's touching. This candle's touching. So this drop to the zone held. So support went looking for resistance, and again we spiked through the zone by a bit. We expect resistance at the B B C. So what we do? We consolidated We pulled into when climbing which we expect to act as support, and it did. It sent us up to this swing high, which became resistance. There was one support. See how that works? Okay. These zones, you should think of them as just simply fixed support and resistance. Once we publish them on Monday morning, and we've done that since December 14th of 2009, Carved in stone, we don't change them, massage them, manipulate them. Once they're published, that's it for the week. If price fails to get above red and falling, and if it can take out these lows, then you have a very nice window of opportunity down to the zone, which is for the bullish cross both of you. so you right here you've got potential support times two. The bullish cross alone is potentially good support. And the zone itself is potentially good support. So right here you've got support times two. Once you take out these lows you've got a little window of opportunity from roughly uh thirty thousand eight ten to thirty thousand seven ninety. 20 Dow points, $5 a point, $100 per contract traded, once you've earned the right to trade 10 contracts, that little window right there is 1000 bucks. Just don't make the mistake of going live before you're ready, and don't make the mistake of trading a large number of contracts before you're ready. With our method, you'll increase your trade size. One contract at a time. Okay. Last night's CTA. Now, we'll go ahead and did a lot of explaining on S&P and the Dow. The Russell, the NQ, crude, gold. We treat them exactly the same. Same indicators. Everything's built on the same underlying principle. As we go from market to market, time frame to time frame, the only thing that changes is the symbol and the time frame. Everything else is the same. You only have to learn one set of rules or one set of principles. And then you can go out and apply them to whatever market is currently presenting opportunity. When you sit down to trade, the S&P may not always be in a tradable position. (laughs) So you look at crude. Look at gold. Look at some other market and see if it is in a tradable position. And of course, part of that is learning to recognize and know what a tradable position looks like. What a window of opportunity looks like. And that's what we teach. There's no secret. We didn't find something written on papyrus hidden in an urn in the Gobi Desert. It's all logic. Michael and I, we had to get all that noise out of the way. All of the complicated solutions that people offer to problems that don't even really exist. We had to cut through that. We had to, you know, like we were blazing a trail in the jungle. We had to chop our way through all that noise to to find the truth. And the truth was just so simple. And because it's the truth, it's the same every day. It's not always changing. You don't have to buy another module to solve that. You don't have to upgrade to solve that. You don't need this new indicator to solve that. Our basic strategy and methodology will address every market, every time frame, and every market condition. The solution to this market condition right here is to do nothing yeah but i want to trade i just funded an account i got business cards that say trader i want to trade man okay well wait until there is a trade if you want to trade you have to wait until there is a trade and if there isn't a trade in the dow you got to go look at the s p which we just looked at and we saw there wasn't a trade there so maybe the, you look at the russell Now, here's the thing, the indices, S&P, Dow, Russell, NQ, they tend to trade as a pack. So if the S&P doesn't have opportunity, there's a good chance the Dow won't, as we just saw. And now we'll go look at the Russell, we'll go look at the NQ. Those are what you call correlated markets. So you might have to look at a non-correlated market. If you really like trading the S&P, well, you'll have to wait until there is an actual trade in the S&P, a trade opportunity, or go look at a non-correlated market like crude or gold or silver or whatever. Floats your boat. So the CTA last night, if you didn't grab a screenshot earlier, you still can. There you go. 30835 Okay, so the initial trigger at 30,835 took us up to 880. 45 points. 45 points times $5 a point. 200 and change per contract. Important prices, important areas are almost always tested. So we already discussed. My price ran into resistance here right? so it it's back below the trigger triggers again this time it manages to get through the resistance and so the next spot we expect there to be resistance is at the zone overhead 920 we spiked it spiked it basically we consolidated and then right here, off the Wall Street Open, there was one last failed attempt to take out this resistance, and it failed. Next thing you know, we're back below the zone. Next thing you know, we're back to the BBC. Consolidated. With no immediate trade opportunity. Now, we can identify where there will be trade opportunities, once these lows are taken out, there will be opportunity here. Or if price gets back above red and falling, back above the zone, there will be a window of opportunity up here. But you have to know what market structure is going to look like when price gets there. That's why when there's an alert, Okay. let's say the alert came out two hours ago or five hours ago or even 45 minutes ago market structure will have changed from the time the alert was published and the time it triggers that's why you need to look at the chart that's why you need to understand all the stuff I'm talking about here and that's what we teach you two hours a day every morning in the live training room 9 30 a.m. to 11 30 a.m. Eastern you have a lifetime access to that but you also have access to one-on-one mentoring when you need help that you can't get in the room in the morning or during the show in the afternoon you book a one-on-one session just go on the website to my page find a day find a time that works for your schedule you and I meet in a go-to meeting environment where it's just the two of us. And to answer any questions you have. We go through your trades, the good, the bad, the ugly. Get you on track. Okay. So while there's nothing now, we understand that if price takes out these lows, we'll have opportunity here. If price gets back above red and falling in the zone, we'll have opportunity here. But for the next you know half hour hour couple hours you can go make a sandwich walk the dog do push-ups whatever you like to do with your time or go look at a different market see if there's opportunity there we went from the zone we went from the zone to the zone zone, to the zone, back to the zone, we failed right here, Came back to the zone, and just like the S&P and the Dow, on the S&P and the Dow, we saw they went from zone to zone, off this move, of what the Russell did, zone to zone. Now, our traders, had these zones yesterday morning at 6:15 a.m. Eastern how could we possibly know that the market would turn at 2175 we didn't but we knew there was a very high probability that if price got there it would it's a process we put the pieces of the puzzle together to arrive at the solution welcome to the process Last night's CTA for the Russell was to be long twenty one sixty eight. There it is. Twenty one sixty eight. We made it up to the zone at seventy five. Seven points at $50 a point, $350 per contract traded. Earned the right to trade two contracts, $700. Seven points, $50 a point, $350 per contract traded. Now, this was an odd thing here, but it happens right? We spiked it, and then the following 30 minutes we came. Write that down. The next zone overhead is up at twenty-two hundred. we get there? So back to the zone, up to the zone, back down to the zone. So is price going to repeat itself? Is it going to go back to the zone again? Well, I don't know. Look at what happened here. Okay, get a bearish cross. Price came down to the zone, found support. It got back above the BBC. Once it got above the BBC, then we knew it was trying to get to the zone overhead, which it did. So now, price got below the BBC, so we knew it was headed to the zone below, which it did. And it found support. That's what we expect. Buyers ran it up. BBC, now we expect that to be resistance until proven otherwise. Here, buyers were able to overcome the obstacle. Question is: Is will they be able to overcome it here? If they can't overcome it, then there's a window of opportunity. If they can overcome it. window of opportunity up there. But right now, price is consolidating at the BBC like it was on the S&P, like it was on the Dow. There it is on the West. Here's the NQ. Okay. Uh, the CTA on the NQ was 13455 55. And it came out at 130 which is this candle. So it was on that candle right there that the zones were published, or the CTAs were published last night. So on this first move up, Price walked right up to that important price, important area. Couldn't get through it back into blue and climbing and the BBC support we've we got a bullish cross right there and so up we go and notice that this candle closed right at the zone and we got on the other side of the zone pulled back to the zone resistance became support and support. How this move. This candle right here, this is the 9.30 opening candle. This is an example of why I don't trade the initial 30 minutes. I don't put any alerts out during the first 30 minutes because there's an awful lot of jockeying for position. It's up, it's down. I prefer to wait until things calm down in an orderly fashion where it's simple, not easy, but simple to determine what the next high probability move is, like this. Oh, 13,510 up to 13,520. It's a $200 per contract move. Okay price goes from 13,510 to 13,520. It's 10 points, $20 a point, $200 per contract traded. This move from the CTA at 455 up to the zone at 65 That's 10 points, $200 per contract traded. And then we got back below the trigger, did it again. And then we got back below the trigger, did it again. So we had one, two, three. Yeah, this one, what's the swing low? The swing low is 55 and a quarter. So it came with, within one tick of touching the CTA. Important price, important area. Resistance, trigger, trigger, trigger came within one tick, two ticks really, of being another trigger, because you want to see it dip at least one tick below. And so from 55, that's about a a $900 per contract move. This is at 80 points, that's a $1,600 per contract move. If you were in it now, red and falling, red and sideways, that represents resistance. So the fact that we closed above it, and we talked about, you know, on the other markets, the Dow, S&P, will price be able to overcome red and falling? We closed above it. Now we've opened above it. We've still got 24 minutes left in the life of this candle. You could wait for another candle or take advantage of the opportunity. It's your trading business. It's your decision. We'll come back and take a peek at this before we're done. Okay, next on the list is crude oil. CTA last night for crude... Just to be short fifty-two oh five and I've not seen that. But it'll be long fifty-two seventy-five. at 5275 to the zone overhead at 53 that's 250 dollars per contract traded we did not well we did have two triggers here the first trigger only ran up to nothing uh, it was a swing high there 5280 yeah those fifty bucks and then it dipped back below the trigger off again. And yesterday we talked uh, at length on the show about what an exit signal looks like. You see here how the step line is on the left side of blue climbing As the market runs out of steam, as the move runs out of steam, price starts to walk sideways, the step line crosses over. Step line on the left side, step line on the right side, it's a long trade so the first red candle that closes below the step line that's the exit signal Fifty-two ninety-seven. so from 75 to 97 $220 dollars per contract trade or you could have taken you know profit anywhere along the way because you know the zone you expect that to be resistance you could just take it at the zone and anywhere along the way and while this is wide-ranging consolidation that's exactly what it is only three things happen at a zone consolidation is the most likely zones 53 slash 5305 and the swing high was 5295 zones are an area now we get accustomed to price turning right at the zone sometimes it'll come within a couple ticks a couple points So, gold. Gold, gold, gold. Gold's been asleep at the wheel. Now, this is an old zone, 1848-49. But as you can see, price has been attracted to it for a couple days now. 1870 is this week. 54-55 is this week. 35-36 is this week. If price can take out that low and that low and get below this old zone, then we've got a big window of opportunity down here. Really, really big. On the upside... up here. Now, there's a zone up at 70, but before you can get to the zone, you got to overcome that resistance. And before you can get to this window down here, you got to overcome the support. Hold on for me one second. CTA for gold was 1858 on the upside. This is where the alerts came out. The CTAs came out at 130. So this candle right here. We had a swing high at 59.30. So $130 per contract traded. The short side on gold is 1852, 1852, which is right there. So from 1852, we dropped to 49, so $300 per contract traded. Then we got back above the trigger, dropped again. This time, four hundred dollars per contract traded. Back above the trigger. Another four hundred dollars per contract traded. Back above the trigger. And another three hundred dollars per contract traded. Okay, let me draw the line. Eighteen fifty-two. 48.70, a, a $1 move in the price of gold. pays pays 100 bucks per contract. It's going to get back above the trigger again. So we got one trigger, two trigger, three trigger, four trigger, five. We're on the fifth or sixth trigger right now on the short side. On the long side number was 58 and we made it to 59.30. $130 is what the market made available before we ran into resistance. Last market silver. Not a lot going on. Silver's awfully quiet. Uh, this year, in fact, I, earlier in December, I said I thought that we could see silver at 50 bucks by March. It's gotten awful quiet. Markets have a tendency to get quiet, calm before the storm, before a big move. Some call it consolidation, some call it coiling. Whatever you call it, this is what it looks like right now. out to it daily. Yeah, i got fibs on there. i That's an old zone, but it's held for a while. It's a daily chart of silver. Ah. Uh, Yeah, if it weren't for this wick you could argue a head, a shoulder, and a shoulder which could lead to a steep decline but that would not be in keeping with $50 silver really we can't can't really say much until the market proves itself when we take out 20 bucks Now we traded thirty bucks back in August of last year. So we had a high, had a lower high, lower high. Here's what I think. I think silver, after it's done consolidating, see this is the daily chart. Look at this consolidation here. A one dollar move in silver. If you have a large contract, a one dollar move is five grand. So I think silver claws its way up to that previous high at thirty. If it gets above thirty and holds a pullback, I think the run to fifty could make your head spin. But that's just opinion. That's not based on logic. That's not based on what the chart's telling me opinion really important that you learn to distinguish the difference between logic and opinion I, I love it on the on the financial TV shows on the different channels something happens in the market I don't care what it is they give you a reason why that happens well the S&P was up today because somebody did blah blah or, you know, goal was down today on the back of fears that blah blah, right? It's always after the fact. Which is very different than what we do. This isn't about a, this isn't about our opinion or is trying to find a reason why something did something. Quite the opposite. The alerts tell you what we anticipate the market doing before it does it and why based on a technical understanding of the markets not fundamental this move here has nothing to do with politics or pandemics or the federal reserve or man landing on mars it's just a window of opportunity we overcame the resistance and so once price overcomes resistance it will continue higher until it runs into the next resistance and so we can clearly see that there is see this 30 minute doji here the top of that which is about the top of that window i drew that's potential resistance in the zone is potential resistance and in the swing high of the session is potential resistance could it fail anywhere along the way yes and it will twenty percent of the time. How do you how do you know it will fail twenty percent of the time? We have a hundred and thirty weeks and six thousand three hundred and five alerts. statistical data that backs up the statement that's what's happened over 130 weeks six thousand three hundred and five trades twenty percent of the time the market fails to do the next high probability thing statistical evidence 20% of the time the market is not going to do what we think it's going to do. And we don't try to better that. We don't waste any time or treasure trying to get it down to 19 or down to 18 or down to 15. That's just a waste of time and treasure. Just go take advantage of every legitimate opportunity you find with the understanding that 20% of the time It's not going to do what you think it's going to do. Boy, that just takes a load off your mind. It clears your vision to, you know, think about other things, you know. Coming up with a cure for cancer or, or solving the world's hunger problem. Something really important. Maybe the thing God created you for. He didn't put us on this earth to trade. But we see trading as a gift given us to generate the cash flow to do what he called us to do so that we don't have to go ask the non-believer for funds to do kingdom business. I think he gets such a kick out of that. See, here's the NQ. Let's go back to the Dow for a minute. Okay, we just look at the S&P. So there's the S&P knocking on that door, that window, right? So S&P, now still got, now still got some work to do before it gets to that window. And Q, or Russell. Now the Russell is presenting us with a very different picture this point it's a higher probability that the Russell is going to try to get through this window so you've got the S&P looking up the Dow trying to look up but see it's got even if it does close above red and falling it's got the zone before it gets to its window of opportunity now the four indices they tend to travel as a pack when there is a discrepancy in other words we've got three markets above the BBC S&P down in Q the only one that's below the BBC is the Russell but still one of the indices is bearish the other three bullish and we recognize that the Russell is two thousand small cap companies, S and P five hundred. That's five hundred large cap companies. I call the Russell the man in the street because it represents the small cap. It's a little bit closer to the heartbeat of America, or the heartbeat of the world, if you will. That doesn't mean the Russell's always right, nor does it mean the Russell always moves first. But when the Russell or the NQ, either one, diverges with the S&P and the Dow. Proceed with caution. Now, when the NQ disagrees, it's for a different reason. Not because it's the small cap companies, but because it's tech stocks. And that's a whole other discussion. Never forget that when you look at these futures, this is a man-made derivative that allows you to trade a basket, basically you're trading a basket of stocks here, 2,000 small cap companies. The difference between this and actually buying stocks is you don't own the underlying asset. If you went out and bought shares in all 2,000 companies of the Russell, then you would be part owner all 2,000 of those companies. When you trade a futures contract, you don't own the underlying. Gold, silver. You don't own the underlying when you trade a futures contract. Now, you can choose to take delivery on a futures contract if you want. And sometimes institutions do. But retail traders, I don't think you want a truck backing up in your driveway loaded with gold, or, or maybe you do. Depends on which side of the trade you're on. Okay. We've covered them all. And with that, it's at this time of the day. Okay, one last look at the daily. we we'll go to our good word for the day. Okay. Got a little bit of a double top going here. With a slightly higher intraday high here. Now the all-time historic closing high, three forty-seven. Previous closing high, forty-six and a half. So this closing high was only two ticks, not two points, two ticks higher than this. Uh-huh. And so, if we close today, we already have an all-time historic intraday high, a new high. We have a new closing high. That's bullish. If we can take out today's high, the next obstacle overhead, because remember, if you look left, you're not going to see anything. This price has never been here before. The 78% Fibonacci price extension is our next overhead resistance. When we hit the 24% Fibonacci price extension, back here, it was good resistance. Then when we hit the 38, it took a few sessions to get through that. And then when we got to the 50% price extension, again, it took took a trip back to the BBC before we finally broke through. And then we got to the 62% Fibonacci price extension, where we consolidated for a number of days, went back to the BBC, got above it, and so, the next Fibonacci pricing station is up here at 38.78, and that's an area. Just like Fibs, just like weekly trading zones. Okay.
0: Good word for the day.
1: It says on the screen 9 out of 10 new traders failed. We you know that. I'm not going to talk about that right now. You know it's a fact. We also talk all the time about the reasons, right? No business plan, no trading plan, no teacher, etc. But there's another thing. Unrealistic expectations. When I'm working with a new trader and he says, you know... And I I ask I go, well, what's your goal? What is it you hope to accomplish with your trading? What's your financial goal? If the answer is, well, you know, I, I've done the math and I'd like to take 20 points a day out of the S&P. We've got to put on the brakes and talk about that. Not that the S&P doesn't make 20 points available on some days, some sessions but it doesn't always so to wake up every day with the goal of taking 20 points out of the S&P that could be considered an unrealistic expectation a lot of days you'll go home disappointed now if you're looking for 20 points with one contract that's $1,000 if you're looking for two points with 10 contracts which is simpler two points or 20 points obviously it's simpler to get two points however you can't start trading 10 contracts i already covered all that in today's show starting sound go live with one etc so we all we have to learn to think realistically Now, when you're brand new to the world of trading, you really don't know what's realistic. Because, let's face it, you've probably been to some of these websites that make all kinds of outlandish and outrageous promises. And so, if you don't really know much about trading, and you go to one of these websites, and because it's on the internet, it must be true, that can cause you to have unrealistic expectations. So, as in life, in trading, our expectations should be realistic. Maybe you want your son to be a doctor, but he can't pass 7th grade algebra. Now, it doesn't mean he can't be a doctor, but in order for him to become a doctor, he's going to need a tutor. And he's going to have to wake up early like Mark Spitz did, right? He goes to school and sit with a tutor. He's going to really have to apply himself. He's going to have to overcome whatever obstacles are in his path. And at the end of the day, you might just go, you know, maybe I want to be something other than a doctor. Maybe God created you for something different. Maybe your skills, your giftings, God created us all with a purpose and gave us all gifts to accomplish that purpose. Our job is to discover the purpose, unleash the gift. Luke 14.28 Don't begin until you count the cost. For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough, To complete it. That's kind of just common sense, right? Anything you undertake in life, you need to know what it's. it's, If you're going to build a house, okay? What's the raw materials going to cost? What's the labor going to cost? Everything you need to know, it's in the good book. For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost? whether he has enough to complete it. See, if you don't have enough to complete it, it doesn't mean you can't build a tower. But now that you know what it's going to cost to build a tower, you can do whatever is necessary to acquire the funds to finance, you know, the building of the tower. Reality is the difference between what you wish for and what is. If you're a naturally optimistic person, you may find it difficult to think realistically. Now, that's a huge thought. If you're a naturally optimistic person, you may find it difficult to think realistically. Indeed, you may think it's the opposite of having faith. Faith doesn't deny the problem. It connects you with God through whose strength you can overcome. There's two things that thinking realistically will do for you. Number one, it will minimize unnecessary risk. All actions have consequences. Thinking realistically will help you determine what those consequences could be. This is particularly important when your actions affect others. The old motto, expect the best but plan for the worst, has merit. By thinking that way, you minimize unnecessary risk. It gives you a goal with a plan to reach it. The good news. You need a sense of hope in order to succeed here's the bad news hope is not a strategy now that applies to life and boy, does that apply to trading in order to succeed in life and in trading you need a plan you need a strategy you need to count the cost And while it is very important that we have hope, hope in and of itself is not the strategy. It's not a strategy. Number two, show you what needs to be changed. Now, remember, these are two things that thinking realistically will do for you. Number one, it will minimize unnecessary risks. You won't risk 20 points to make two. Number two, it will show you what needs to be changed. got to rewrite that plan sometimes when it turns out that something in that plan was unrealistic. People who rely solely on hope for their success rarely make change a high priority. I just keep hoping it'll work out. If you only have hope, you imply that success is out of your hands. It's a matter of luck and chance, so why bother changing? There's nothing like reality staring you in the face to help you see what needs to be changed change alone does not bring growth but you cannot have growth without change I'll say that again change alone doesn't bring growth but you cannot have growth without change following Christ is the most blessed and joyful life that you or I can live but there is a price to be paid for it. And Jesus, as always, was very realistic about it. In Luke 14, 27, Jesus said, If you do not carry your own cross and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. So, friend, don't begin until you count the cost. And that's a good word for the day. I'm gonna do something when I after I end the broadcast, I'm gonna leave the room open and I'm gonna play the blessing again. So for those of you that want to hang around, if you've never heard the song, if you were here right before I opened the show, this is a this is the first live performance, I believe, after the song is written. It was written by Carrie Job and Pastor Steve Furtick, uh, Elevation Church. Every Sunday morning, members of the CFRN family worship together from our own living rooms. We log into the Elevation Church online experience. We get to enjoy the praise and worship and then the sermon. Uh, Steve Furtick, he's a good preacher. like. I stumbled across him during this pandemic and uh, I really like his preaching and I certainly like the music and I think that's how I originally stumbled onto him was because of the music. And a reminder to anyone who has listened to today's show as a podcast, you can always go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash CFRN and you have the benefit of both the audio and the video you can see the charts and everything that I'm talking about maybe you've been listening to this broadcast going dang I wish I could see the charts he keeps talking about the good news is you can youtube.com slash CFRN so I'm going to close out the show as I normally do but I'm going to leave the room open and I'm going to play the blessing for any of you that want to hang around and listen to it Alright. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Whoever you are, wherever you are, may God continue to richly bless you with His mercy and with His grace. And I'll see you at the bell.
0: Remember this, there is no greater return on investment than to see a human life changed and given home. As always, pray hard and trade safe. Any financial information discussed on this show is simply the opinion of our host, Dwayne Reeves, his co-hosts and guests. To learn more about trading E-mini futures or to take a one-week free trial in our live trading room, call 1-866-928-3310. Information discussed on this radio program should not be construed as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. Always do your own due diligence and consult with a licensed securities broker or financial planner before making any investment decision.